The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Opening arguments began yesterday in the civil trial against the white nationalists who organized the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. Plaintiffs say they have ample evidence to show Richard Spencer, Christopher Cantwell, and groups like Identity Europa carefully planned the violence that occurred on August 11th and 12th of 2017. Brawls broke out between far-right groups and anti-racist activists. Numerous people were injured and one woman was killed. Defendants say their language on social media and chat forms may have been reprehensible, but they had no way of knowing what would happen in Charlottesville over those two days. Dominion Energy is becoming a talking point in the Virginia governor's race, with Republican Glenn Youngkin stepping up attacks. But as Ben Pavier reports, he hasn't spelled out his policies around the politically influential company. Dominion gave $200,000 to a secretive political group that targeted GOP voters, saying Youngkin isn't conservative enough. After that news broke, the Republican businessman turned it into an ad. No wonder Dominion's helping McAuliffe again. They know Glenn Youngkin will help you, (laughs) not them. In a campaign stop last week, Youngkin wouldn't say whether he favors more regulation of the company. Critics say it doesn't face enough scrutiny in the rates it charges customers. I'm right now scratching my head into what in the world they're up to. McAuliffe says he is in favor of more oversight of Dominion to lower electric bills, even if the details remain hazy. We'll have the SEC and other watchdogs making sure it's reliable, it's cheap, and I'd like to see it 100% clean. Dominion says they've asked for their money back from the group attacking Yunkin, but a spokesperson wouldn't say whether it's actually been returned. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Richmond voters will decide on their ballots whether to allow a casino to open in the city's Southside neighborhood. Meg Schifres has more details. The multimedia company Urban One's casino proposal was selected by the city over the summer. Supporters say the casino will revitalize Richmond's poorest district. Urban One CEO Alfred Liggins also promises to create jobs and invest resources in black and brown communities. It will not impact neighborhoods, but will ultimately become a beacon for commerce. Community activist Tervaris Spinks says the casino's potential impacts on the economic and mental health of Richmonders aren't worth its claims of economic benefits. Instead of uplifting Southside, he says the casino will pull resources away from local businesses. It's like putting an oil derrick in the middle of your neighborhood. It just sucks the wealth from the surrounding area. If approved, Urban One plans to break ground next April. Meg Schifres, VPM News. For the first time in three decades, Republican Delegate Kirk Cox will not be running for re-election in the 66th House District. As Patrick Larson reports, the district he leaves behind is very different from even a few years ago and is no longer a safe bet for Republicans. In 2019, Kirk Cox won re-election by his smallest margin yet. It's all about that redraw. That's University of Richmond politics professor Ernest McGowan. He says when Southeast Virginia had to be redistricted in 2018 due to racial gerrymandering, Cox's district swung the most, 32 points to the left. 
Democrat Katie Sponsler hopes to capitalize on that shift, but McGowan says she could be hindered by low off-year voter turnout. Just enough to where those people with the higher levels of income and education are able to come out and dominate the district. Mike Cherry is campaigning closely with Cox, and Cox's base is in those high-income areas. McGowan says that could favor the new GOP candidate. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Today is the deadline for Richmond residents to apply for CARES Act relief funds to help cover past due utility bills. Customers who are behind on payments between March 1st and November 1st of this year can apply. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, late fees will be reinstated for accounts over 30 days past due on November 1st. To apply for the relief, residents can visit the city's Department of Public Utilities website at rva.gov slash public hyphen utilities. The CDC says it's safe for all the little ghosts and superheroes to go trick-or-treating this weekend. During a press conference this week, Richmond Mayor LaVar Stoney spoke about some COVID-19 safety measures families should consider. There's so many ways to celebrate Halloween. What we're trying to do is make sure to do it safely. We want our kids to at least uh, experience some normalcy during these uh, challenging times. Officials recommend people wear face masks and sanitize their hands in between each candy bowl. Those handing out treats should maintain physical distancing. For families that don't feel comfortable trick-or-treating due to the ongoing pandemic, other activities highly encouraged include pumpkin picking or visiting an apple orchard. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development has once again rejected Richmond Redevelopment and Housing Authority's annual plan. It's the second time in three years the plan has been turned down. As the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports, it was rejected due to complaints from residents with disabilities and concerns over fair housing laws. HUD also noted a lack of available housing in its review. RRHA must now seek another round of public comments before resubmitting the plan. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, October 28th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.